0: Please remain standing for a moment uh, as we read the word, just do something a little different this morning. Isaiah 60 verses 1 to 3, arise Jerusalem, let your light shine for all to see, for the glory of the Lord rises to shine on you. Darkness as black as night, covers all the nations of the earth, but the glory of the Lord rises and appears over you. All nations will come to your light, mighty kings will come to see your radiance. Awesome. Thank you, God, for this morning, for this opportunity to bring your word. We pray everybody here this morning will leave encouraged, inspired, empowered to go and make a difference in their community. Amen. Cool. Why do you grab a seat and leave it where it is and sit on it. <laughs> and uh, thank you, band. Uh, I'm just going to toot somebody's trumpet this morning because they won't do it themselves, but Brendan has just got off a plane from Hong Kong overnight and uh, I think he went home and had a shower because he didn't seem to smell uh, and then has come straight to church to drum this morning. So I call that Commitment uh, 301. (laughs) Thank you, because as the sole drummer in the church, it's certainly appreciated. (laughs) It's not to say when we don't have drums that, Worship isn't good because acoustic services are fantastic. I'm just going to put this here for later, uh, just to increase the sense of mystery. Yes, it's fantastic. And uh, yeah, I'm excited this morning. I'm going to have a bit of fun. Uh, my voice has gone a little husky in the last couple of days. So for those that uh, have previous, recently moved from Sydney, welcome, welcome to church this morning. It's great to be in the house of God. Remember, the best is yet to come. Sorry, just just had to, my voice is already going there, so why not damage it some more? So we're doing this uh, series at the moment, church and the community. We did the church community for four weeks. Now we're on church and the community and what the church should be doing or impacting what that looks like in the wider community around us. The first week, Carmen talked to us about taking it to the people, taking the church community out to our workplaces, our family, our friends, taking it to the people. Last week, Chris talked about knowing who you are. When you know who you are, then you know what you're standing upon. When you do, take it to the people. This morning, I want to talk about, uh, and I've called this morning, Let Your Light Shine which comes from that Isaiah 60 passage, but more on that later. So if you uh, read that, you can put a little bookmark in your app or bookmark if you've got a paper Bible. We will come back to that later. I want to, for a moment, talk about what the outcome or one of the outcomes or a purpose of a Sunday service. As uh, Chris talked about when we did the church community, he talked about the purpose of church. And one of the things he said was, the purpose of church and the service is for the people that haven't yet come in. And what that looks like in Ephesians 4, these are some ministry gifts that are talked about. It says, Now these are the gifts Christ gave to the church, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and the teachers. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do His work and build up the church, the body of Christ." Now, an interesting thing about this is in the, is the second part, so that's Ephesians 4, 11 to 12, in the second half, to equip God's people to do his work. So the purpose of these gifts in the church is not that they stand on a stage and we come and see just one person that is a prophet or an evangelist or a teacher and learn from them and then go and go, that was great teaching, fantastic, I'm going back to work tomorrow. The purpose of coming into a church service and the purpose of having pastors and leaders in the church is to equip God's people, that's you and me, that's all of us, to do his work. There's a word we use in Christian life for that. It's called ministry. Doing God's work is ministry. And there's a point I want you to catch this morning, if you've never heard it before, is every Christian is a minister. You and me, the person next to you, the person in front of you, the person behind you, we we have a belief system in C3 that it's not about the person on the stage. It's not about a person who dresses the right way or does things in a certain way, has had a certain education. I'm standing up here preaching and I'm not ordained. I don't have, have done... I, I have gone to Bible college. Sorry? Get him off, heretic. We have... Two people in this church that are ordained, pastors. But the purpose of their ministry is all of us, to equip all of us. See, not every Christian is a pastor, but every Christian is to be a minister. So our percentage rate of pastors in this church is under 2%. We've got over 100 people in the church. We've got two pastors. So the percentage rate of pastors is under 2%, but the percentage rate of ministers is 100%. So what that means in our perspective is that we use our talents and our gifts to make a contribution to give but not to take. We don't come expecting, great, I'm going to go to church, I'm going to go get fed because we have a great leader, we have great leaders. We come going, our leaders are appointed by God, they're evangelist teachers, preach prophets. They're Job, their responsibility is to equip us to do the ministry, to do God's work and build up the church ourselves, the body of Christ. So, my first main point that's just something in there. First one is you are gifted. Everybody here this morning is gifted. And I'm just making this as a very blunt, matter of fact statement. You are gifted. I'm not trying to justify why you're gifted. I'll give you a couple of passages that talk about the gifts, but I'm not going to dig into too much detail. But all have been gifted to carry out the work of God. God doesn't say, just go out and do stuff. He says, I have gifted you to do the ministry. I've gifted you to do the work. Romans 12:6 says, we have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. See, I think from that passage, every single person in this room could probably identify with one of those things. Me, a little bit less on the mercy side. Maybe a bit more on the leadership side. Carmen's like here this morning so I can talk about her and uh, no, more talking about me. But she'll probably say struggle on the mercy side sometimes. Like, you know, if she's a bit unwell or a bit sick, like, oh, babe, it's awful. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm just, just having to dig. I'm sure there's nobody else here like that this morning. No, 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 nobody else. But if if your gift is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. See, I think if you're volunteering, you're serving, you've got that gift. If it's encouraged, then give encouragement. It doesn't actually take that much to use that gift, but God has given us that gift. I could – it's easy. It's like ministry is not weird and wonderful. Like you have to – pull down the glory of God to pray for somebody at work, you can just walk by them and give them an encouraging word. Like Cody, for instance, this morning, I could just say, Cody, it's amazing. Like you going out and feeding the homeless, getting that idea, seeing the subway thing, it's like, makes me go, oh, like, what can I do better? Like it's, it's so fantastic. You at your age, uh, pushing through developing leadership it's it's an amazing example for the ones that are older and go, okay, I've got to like <clears throat> kind of get, get my stuff in order because if that's what Cody's doing, then what uh, it's setting a great example. So keep going strong. It's fantastic. Encouragement. See, it doesn't doesn't take much, but it's truthful and it's to build up people. We are gifted to carry out the ministry. 1 Corinthians 12 talks about The spiritual gifts, wisdom, words of knowledge, faith, healing, miracles, prophecy, discernment of spirits, tongues, interpretation of tongues. I'm not going to give you an understanding of what each one of them are. Just to say God has given us spiritual gifts, He has given us serving and ministry gifts. We have been gifted to take it to the people. As Carmen talked about two weeks ago. We have not been sent out empty-handed with nothing behind us. We have gifts. That's enough. You are gifted. You are gifted ministers. The person next to you, the person behind you, you're all gifted ministers. I just want you to take a moment, uh, turn to the person on your left, say, I am a gifted minister. The person on your right, with a bit more conviction, I am a gifted minister. See, I, I know I am gifted. We are all gifted I I had a bit of a complex as a teenager because I know I am gifted because that's the meaning of my name. My name means gift of God. I'm not kidding. I'm not. Gift from God. I didn't have a complex, but you know, it was a slight ego boost sometimes. Just not really. Sometimes I'd add on some extra words. This is before I met Carmen. Like, walk around with a bit of strut. Gift of God. We are all gifted. We are gifted ministers. So let's park that for a moment. We'll come back and make a connection with that. We are gifted ministers. Jesus is the light of the world. In John 8, 12, Jesus spoke to the people once more and said, I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life. We are gifted by God. And we're following Jesus. He says, if you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life. The second point for this morning is you are the light. We have the light and you are the light. Matthew 5, 14, Jesus then says, you are the light of the world. He's speaking to his followers, to his disciples, to the people that have come to hear his teaching. You are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way that your good deeds shine out for all to see, so that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. So you are the light in your world. Chris and Vicky aren't always in your world By your world, I'm meaning your workplace. It would be weird if your pastor's kind of turned up every day and just like hung out just to like talk to your friends, came for coffee breaks. That'd be weird because not only would that be weird being in one place every time when they're not paid to be there and kind of having to get through security and deal with that, but what about the person next to you, their their workplace? They can't be in both locations at the same time. What about maybe the university represented by a person in the same row or the school, your neighbourhood. See, you are the light in your world. You are the minister in your workplace. You are the minister in your school. To take it a step further without doing heretical things, you are the pastor of your workplace. If you want to kind of throw some titles and get a perspective change on it, When you walk into your office, you are God's representative in that situation. We are all ministers. We are all the pastors or the ministers in our location. You don't need a title. We are all gifted. We all have the gifts behind us and we're all appointed as a light in our world. I want to do a little something in a moment. When this works. Suspense is building. Suspense is building. Dun 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 dun. Cool. Come on in a sec. Perfect. So I want to do a little visual demonstration of that that was quite seamless. I'm just just rolling with that little visual demonstration disappear on me. So I am a minister in my workplace or well my my location. So we have on this map here a little home symbol because this is from Google Maps, and it has my home location. So I and Carmen and our kids, we are based in this location. That's us there. That's kind of our our ministry area in our neighbourhood. I then work and live, not live, I work in the city somewhere around there in the financial sector. I work for a bank. <laughs> I work for a bank. Uh, then I'm just thinking across Jordan is kind of off the map somewhere. Here we go. Jord lives somewhere around there. I'm just making approximations. If I go wide enough, I'll cover somewhere. His house is under that spot. I've been there a couple of times, but I don't quite know. My geography is still a bit fuzzy of Adelaide, even though I did Uber driving and stuff. I just used apps to get me everywhere. Uh, let's see. We've got uh Cara and Bjarke are somewhere down this way. They... That's their ministry field in their neighbourhood. And then I know Bjarke works in town. And then we've got Elan's somewhere around here. And then our church is around here. Chris and Vicky are somewhere around here. And there's somebody around here. Uh, I know we've got... um, Talia and are in Ross Trevor, somewhere around here. So you see, it's just a little visual thing, we are placed in different parts of the city. We have an impact we have to, to make in our different areas. If, if we just relied on Chris and Vicky, the impact of what they can do physically and just in their natural connections and in a kind of organisational chart or whatever, if it's a business or in, in social, can only go so far. But as we stretch out into the community, as we all act as ministers, we make an impact. Some have wider ranging impacts, some have smaller, but we all have an impact in our community. And then there are some that might work in North Adelaide. There are some that are, we've got some people that live in this area and others in in between. So eventually the church here in Norwood is kind of covering this sort of area. That is the impact we can make in Norwood. And then that's just where we kind of live and work. If you want to add some some colour to that, some different dimensions, add different sectors. So I'm in the finance sector, that's kind of covered in green. And then you might add in, So we've got a few people that work in sort of media, advertising. uh, That's still green. That's fantastic. (laughs) So you add some other colours. We are covering different layers, different sectors, different industries. We're making a mess of of Adelaide, of the eastern part of Adelaide and the central part of Adelaide. And then you take it wider. Not too wide because then I run out of map. But we have a C3 church up in Salisbury. So their impact kind of, let's just say, it kind of touches on down here. We have one in Melrose Park. Their impact kind of would come up to this part. Yep, we get getting there. Cool. You know what I see when I look at that map? Space. As we are talking about before, second location it would go quite well somewhere over there. Let's just do a different colour. Pink. Fantastic. We have this whole area, this whole kind of... You can see why I did so great at art at school, can't you? This is a ministry field where we don't cover currently. But our vision builders is uh, building towards that by thinking of a second location and possibly it could be in this area. And then at C3 Melrose Park, they push for a second location and C3 Salisbury, eventually we spread. <clears throat> and these things will overlap and connect and will cover all of Adelaide. And that's not to say you know, we're, we're C3 Church in Adelaide. There are other churches, but just like we're in different sectors. I, I work in finance and others work in media and others work in um, health. Yeah, health, government, we're covering all of the different layers. And so then C3, we have a sort of culture and a style that attracts people that like that sort of thing. And there's other churches that will bring in other people, and that's totally cool. It's the kingdom of God. We have multiple layers. And eventually, if all of the church is spread across all of Adelaide, we've got everybody covered, every street, every person covered in Adelaide. Ask George to come up on the stage. My third point for this morning is to let your light shine. It's said in Isaiah sixty, Arise, Jerusalem, let your light shine for all to see. For the glory of the Lord rises to shine on you. Darkness as black as night covers all the nations of the earth. But the glory of the Lord rises and appears over you. All nations will come to your light. Mighty kings will come to see your radiance. See, in the dark, even the smallest of light shines bright. It doesn't matter your gifting or your perceived gifting. I've already made the statement, it says in the Bible multiple times we are gifted. We have gifts from God. We have what we need to make that impact in our community, in Adelaide, in Norwood, in your street. So we know we're all gifted. We carry the light of a life with Jesus. We carry that light. As it said earlier, Jesus said, I am the light. If you follow me, you have the light. No matter how small we might feel, in darkness we shine. Isaiah 60, let your light shine for all to see for the glory of the Lord rises to shine on you. Because darkness, as black as night, covers all the nations of the earth. See, the darkness in our world, people like to say that things are negative. They like to say there's a lot of Trouble in the world. There's a lot of things that we should look, be afraid of. You only have to look at the newspaper headlines. You only have to look at the 6pm news to see all the negativity in the world. There is a darkness as black as night covers the nations. There is illness. There is terrorism. There's war, natural disaster. There is darkness in the earth. But Jesus says, let your light shine. And if one person in the darkness will let their light shine, then what an impact that makes. I went and found the brightest item of clothing I had in my wardrobe. was this running jacket. See, before the light shone, no matter how bright this clothing, you couldn't see the colour. But when the light shines, the colour reflects. And then, so if one person stands up and lets their light shine in their community, in their circle of influence in Adelaide, then we start to see a bit of colour. We start to see a bit of creativity, a bit of the kingdom of God starting to reveal itself on earth. And then maybe as the person next to them gets inspired. (laughs) (laughs) Is that an inspirational face? <laughs> we see more creativity. Look at what God did. He shaved it off. It's good. So more people let their light shine. We see more colour. We see, see who would have known that George had roses and flowers on his pocket without the light to shine and for that to reflect. Let your light shine. Then, But it's not just for one or two people. It's for more of us to let our light shine. And then as we do, the impact of that light begins to spread as more light shines, as more people stand up and say, I'm going to make a difference in my neighbourhood. We see more colour. We see more creativity. We see more detail in the world we are letting our light shine above the darkness that is black as night because the glory of the Lord rises and appears over us. All nations will come to our light and mighty kings will come to see our radiance. And then more people stand up and more light shines till eventually, as everybody lets their light shine, this is what it will look like in Norwood. This is what it will look like in Adelaide. More light shining, more impact for everybody. It's not just for the one on a stage to let their light shine. It's not just for a couple. It's for everybody. So my three things this morning... Hold on, two fingers. Trying to, right. The uh, the American NFL umpires have it the best. This is how you do three. Uh. You do it differently. One, you are gifted. It's a fact. I'm not negotiating that this morning. You are gifted. Two, you are the light. Jesus says you are the light. Three, Isaiah 60, let your light shine. Soon I'm going to ask the band to come, but not, not quite yet. We're going to have some time in worship to finish off. And where people may be felt like they have lacked in the gifting, we're going to pray for a release of the the gifting this morning, for an unlocking of the gifts that are in you already, for the Holy Spirit to come and strengthen and empower you, and people to make a proclamation that they're going to let their light shine in their community and their workplace, to take that that gifting and be the minister that they are called to be in in their world. But firstly, I want to ask a question we do every week. I want to ask if there's anybody here this morning that would like to meet Jesus, to make relationship with Jesus, maybe for the first time or you've you've walked away and it's time to come back into that relationship with him. As we said in John 8, Jesus spoke to the people once more and said, I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life. This is a promise of Jesus, that if you follow him, you won't have to walk in darkness anymore. You can leave that darkness behind. You can leave what the world has tried to bring in because the light will shine through and above that. You will not have to walk in darkness because you have the light that leads to life. It's a promise of Jesus for all of us this morning, but particularly for those that might not be walking in the light at the moment. I just ask everybody across this room to uh, close their eyes, please, and just to give an opportunity. In a moment, I'm going to ask you to raise your hand if you would like to receive Jesus, to say, I've been walking in darkness too long. It's time to accept Jesus and walk in light. I want that relationship. I want that healing and that cleansing from sin. I want that new life. I want to walk in that light with Jesus. So in a moment, if you've never done that before but want to do that, maybe you have done that before but need to make a fresh declaration, I'll ask you to raise your hand nice and high so I can see it. I'll acknowledge it and then you'll be able to put it down. And then as a church, as a group, we will all pray through that prayer together. Then after the service, somebody will come and talk to you and, and help you to make some steps, the next steps to make that, Firm in your life and to help explain what that means and and, and where to go from there. But I wonder if there's anybody here this morning, something we do every week, we don't want to let an opportunity go by, who would like to receive Jesus to say, No longer in the darkness, I want to walk in the light. I ask you to raise your hand nice and high this morning. For the first time, or maybe you've done it before, just ask you to raise your hand nice and high. We'll ask everybody to stand this morning and we'll just take a few seconds now and ask the band to come. Let's just pray for those in our world that aren't walking in the light. Maybe no one responded this morning. Maybe there's people that want to respond later, but we will still pray and declare and believe for the people that are walking in the darkness and need to see the light of Jesus. So let's just, every voice lift in prayer, start thinking about your plus one people, the people that are near you, that you're hoping to have come into relationship with God. Let's just, every voice lifted. God, we pray for these people. Thank you, Jesus. We pray you reveal your light to them, God. Relationship with you, you, you make it plain. You take away the darkness. Your light is breaking through, God. You help us to speak the right words to make an impact in their world. Pray for other Christians to come into their world. they have plus one moments making a step closer to relationship with you. Thank you, God. Isaiah 60 in the Amplified Version. It's a little assertive, so bear with me. Arise from the depression and prostration in which circumstances have kept you. Rise to a new life. Shine be radiant with the glory of the Lord, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. We're going to spend a little bit of time in worship this morning. But I want to ask for people that feel like they haven't unlocked their gifts and they want to they make a difference, but they need those gifts unlocked. I want to pray for you this morning. Or maybe you want new gifts. The Bible says we can pray and ask for the gifts. So I encourage you to do so. And then maybe there's also need the courage and faith to step out and using those gifts. So we'll probably just kind of keep it medium for a little bit. We're going to finish strong later, but let's just, Start looking away to Jesus this morning and I ask if you just want you want to be bold, you want to let your light shine, you wanna be gifted, I ask you to come forward as we worship this morning. Just even now as I'm talking, just be bold, don't be shy. And we're gonna lift up our voices and worship. We're gonna spend some time declaring the light of God, pushes back darkness. The, the word, the name of Jesus causes darkness to tremble. And just to pray and believe for impact in our communities. I know there's more than one person here that would, needs to make an impact in their world. Let's, let's take a step this morning. Holy Spirit, thank you, Jesus.